Welcome back to another episode of Everyday Man of God Ministries. It's great to have you as always. First off, this will be an unusual beginning, and the topic may even be unusual after the unusual beginning. First off, I want to briefly talk about Russia and Ukraine, not as I did last week. I pray that those over there, that the innocent blood that will be shed, find God. That they repent for their sins on this earth so they may go to their final resting place in their sleep until they awake again in heaven. I pray not for only the Jews that inhabit the land, not just the Ukrainians, not just the Russians, all. I pray for all, everyone over there, that they may repent of their sins as they try to fight for their freedom of that country. And I will talk at another point in time of what freedom are we actually fighting for in any country. Because at the end of the day, it has to be about God or your fight was for nothing. So with that I say, Lord, tonight I and I know many others are praying for the innocent people that may perish in this battle, in this war that they have over there, that it's going to be a safe journey to wherever they go, that they find you, Lord, before they pass on. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I, I, I should apologize for that, not having a perfect prayer, uh, but that was not my original intention until this moment to pray. Usually, prayer should be private, but in this case, it was public. People have to understand, before I get into this next topic, that Russia. Yeah, um, we talk about the root word of Russia, Rus, and, and Voldemort, and everybody understand, should know should, should know that because it seems to be popping up in different locations, but I'm surprised no one's known it till now. And then we lead on to Gog and Magog, and people think Ukraine doesn't belong to Russia. Well, Russia doesn't belong to really Russia. It belongs to a further empire back, but there are guys who've done great studies on that. Understand the biblical times then and understand what the biblical interpretations or or what is coming because the, the end, well, it is coming and the pieces are being put into place. Now, what I want to talk about, which is weird. I think it's weird. Nobody saw this coming from me. I don't usually get into this type of stuff, but it came up in a topic the other day, just in passing. Birthdays. There's division, and I didn't realize there was such a division until I was looking up some articles and uh, I realized, wow, I didn't realize there was a lot of division in the Christian church, which I thought was interesting. There's always division, I understand that. But birthdays, you probably know where I'm going to go with this when I say this. The Roman Catholic Church admitted that they changed the days from Sunday, uh, Saturday to Sunday. They admitted it. They made it up. It was a lie. Blah, blah, blah. And the Baptists and the Protestants, they hate the Roman Catholic Church. Or, okay, I won't say hate because we don't hate them, we love them. All right, fine, that's cool. I'm with you. 
But you now know the truth, yet you still keep the same day. I talked about this a while ago. Do you not find that suspicious? You still keep the tradition that you were lied to and is made up? Interesting. Birthdays. Same thing. But what are the origins? Birthdays go back a long, long time. And I'm going to read a couple scriptures. And birthdays... First, let's, let's think about this. There's no actual birthday for Jesus. But there is for a death. We basically know when he died. We don't basically know when he was born. We're guessing. And we know it wasn't winter. We proved that to be wrong. We know it's not December 25th. That was a lie for years. Again, sorry Catholics, but the Roman Catholic Church lied again. That's a lie, an absolute fib, but people bought it. Let's not get into the whole lie and myth of Constantine. You know, he found Jesus while killing Jews, still after his conversion. Yeah. And brought the pagan rituals into the church. Look it up, figure it out. It's out there. It's not hard to find. And those sources will from, come from secular and non-secular locations. In Genesis chapter 40, now if you're reading the Bible, those who follow me know that I only read from the King James Bible. Yes, I have other Bibles here for, for studies and, and, and for um, comparisons, you know, the ESVs, and the, I'm looking around the room now, some Catholic Bibles going, dating back to the 40s and, uh, and so forth. King James Bible, Genesis chapter 40, verses 20 verses, uh, through 22. And it came to pass the third day, which was, wait for it, Pharaoh's birthday, that he made a feast unto all his servants, and he lifted up the head of the chief butler and of the chief baker among his servants, and he restored the chief butler unto his butlership again, and he gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. But he hanged the chief baker as Joseph had interpreted to them. Wow, well, that's not a good thing to happen on a birthday, is it? By the way, if we think about this, birthdays are a very selfish thing. Look at that, Pharaoh's me, 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 all these feasts and these banquets and all these wonderful things to celebrate you. You. How selfish is that? You know, think about this also. Birthdays are secular. And yet we celebrate them the exact same way as they do. Huh. I thought we were supposed to be different. Are we not supposed to be different? We're not supposed to be like them. To use a biblical term, to not be like the heathen. And yet we are. Now, I know this is going to offend some people. I get it. I totally understand that. But we keep holding on to traditions that make us happy. When following God every day of our lives should make us happy. 
We're not supposed to be like them. We're supposed to be different. Think about the goddess Artemis, I believe her name was. They used to celebrate her birthday. How did they celebrate her birthday? Round cakes with candles in them to show light. Sound familiar? Now listen, if you're a pagan and you're not saved, you're an atheist or anything like that, none of this bothers you. You're fine with following the tradition of pagans. And all of that religion and that tradition. And atheists will go, uh, yeah, no, we're, we don't follow that. Well, you do. You do. It's just the way it is. And Christians out there who call themselves Christian, well, we're not pagan. And we celebrate because it it's a beautiful thing to do. Yeah, Satan disguised it and kid fun. Who's to blame? You are. You're guilty. There are a lot of things we have to stop. It's all traditions. Let's talk about the spanking. The spanking and the pinching and all those little party poppers and stuff like that. All those little, like, bang things and whatever. All those noisemakers, you know, the spin thing. Well, anyways. All those were pagan rituals to get rid of evil spirits. Do you still want to follow that? I don't. And listen, I'll be the first one to admit, I was guilty for many years. Even up to just recently, not too long ago. I'm angry with myself without digging for not digging deeper. I pride myself. Yeah, pride's a bad word. Um, I like to think that I'm able to dig deep enough on a lot of things, and I didn't on this. We just—it's funny how we gloss over things as no big deal. Everything that does not glorify God is a big deal. So when we partake in all those things. How are we not being blasphemous? How? I think we are. Let's go to, uh, as I'm opening up my Bible now, Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Ugh. Chapter 7, verse 7. Surely oppression maketh a wise man mad, and a gift destroyeth the heart. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. And the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. We talk about it doesn't matter where you, you came from, where you start, it's where you finish, where you end. I think David talks about in Psalm that all these trials and tribulations that you're born into. That's the celebration? I don't want to celebrate that. No way. I, I don't think so. Let's go to Jeremiah. And I could be wrong if I'm remembering. I could be misremember misremembering. Jeremiah 10. Chapter... Oh, boy. Should I wrote this down. Chapter 10? Jeremiah 10, verse 2, I think. Let's get to Jeremiah. Should have had this ready to go. 
Well, think about that. We, we celebrate this stuff all the time. There's so many things as Christians that we celebrate that we, we just gloss over. Like, well, you know, it's fun and the kids like it and stuff like that. And, and now it's a money-making racket, obviously. We get all, oh, we have to get the good stuff. Our celebration has to be better than that celebration. We don't want our kids to be sad. We need them to have these things. You'd be surprised at how much, really, subconsciously, it's for you than it is for the kid. It's your history. It's your past. It's, you put upon them what you used to do. Why? Chapter 10, verse 2. Well, let's start at verse 1. Hear ye the word which the Lord speaketh unto you, O house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, Learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. For the customs of the people are vain. And it goes on top of the tree. People talk about that with the Christmas tree. But think about that. The customs, the traditions, they're all vanity. And yet we keep on celebrating them. So I hope tonight, and, and we can dive deeper into who Artemis is and stuff like that, but how often, if you look at the Bible, is it, it's, there's nothing good. There's, there's nothing good surrounding birthdays. What is the most important moment? We don't celebrate the birthday of Jesus because, first of all, we get it wrong. I don't write. And there's, we can go at the Second Corinthians, but there's a lot of different places that you can go into. But, but they say, well, what does God say? And then, and he talks about people's individual, their ego, and and who what what who celebrates egos, the Pharaohs, the Pharisees, and all of that. The customs of the people are vain. So why would we want to do that? Why would we want to do something, celebrate birthdays that you know they were? It was particularly an Egyptian custom. That was their thing mostly, even though it's been around a long, long time. Why do we keep doing these? Why do we commit these abominations? If the world is doing them, why are you partaking? And again, like I said before, I'm, I'm guilty. I've been guilty for years on it. And we talked about the Pharaoh. What about Herod? What happened to that? Remember when Herod's birthday was kept? The daughter of Herodias. Remember she danced before them and she you know, did her little thing, pleased Herod, and the entertainment was just beautiful as a birthday party. A very erotic, you know, little sensual dance there. Basically, it's a strip show is really what it was. But what happened? She asked for John the Baptist's head on a platter. So you hung the chief baker... You cut off the head of John the Baptist. 
on the birthday. Um, yeah, so should Christians celebrate birthdays? Uh, I'm going to say no. No. I think it was... Um, Oh, I don't remember who said it. But look in the Bible. None of the saints, you know, none of the ones that considered saints, Peter, Paul, all of that. They never had a feast or a birthday, banquet on their birthday. They never, like, got excited and rejoiced on the day when, when their family or their son was born. I don't remember any mentions of it. Sinners rejoice. And we talked about Pharaoh. So at the end of the day, should we be celebrating the birthday? No. Talked about David, remember that in Psalms? The afflictions of the righteous. So that's going to be my end of talking about the birthday because it can go deeper and longer. Um, but I want to flip back into Russia and Ukraine for a second. Understand that this is Gog and Magog. And I just heard the other day about China getting involved. And I'm hearing these people talking like, oh, they don't understand. How could this happen? I'm, they're so confused. And oh, no, I think China's getting involved. They didn't see that coming. Well, then I guess you never opened up a Bible. See, these people are not saved people that are talking to you out there because it is literally written in the Bible. It's there. Gog, Magog, Rosh, Gomer. I just, I'm fascinated by that. Now, that's not to say that the people who die in this, because uh, there's many different types of civil wars all around the world, um, you know, somebody just said to me, yeah, well, Russia's a tyranny of government, and they have no democracy. Hmm. Well, Australia's supposed to have it, and look what happened over there. Italy, Sweden, United States, Canada. Those are elected officials, and you still got tyranny. So you, got, you have to get away from this whole um, Nazi, communists, and stuff like that. I mean, you can learn from some of that in history, I Done a, read, a lot of reading on that kind of stuff. It's amazing stuff. Um, be very, very aware of that. You know, now I'm really going to get wild. Bitcoin. Let's talk about Bitcoin for like 10 seconds. Longer than 10 seconds. Get out of Bitcoin. It's going to be useless. The Fed already wants to do a Fed coin, which will eliminate all other coins. There's another one, too, and now I can't remember, but it's FTX or something like that. I've seen the commercials for it. I saw them uh, on YouTube because we don't have cable television, um, and nor will we. Uh, so we watched a little bit of it on YouTube, and um, they have, like, different celebrities and stuff like that, you know, really getting. That's what they do, too. They get celebrities to endorse something, and then suddenly everybody wants it because what do we do? We worship them like idols in this country, uh, in other countries, too. But understand what FTX is, who founded it, and uh, this is a socialist uh, uh, thing. This is a, and um, oh, I should have, I have been doing some reading on that, but don't get involved in that. 
the people who founded the FTX uh, coin exchange at Bitcoin version or whatever you want to call it, mining, people who founded that are literally people that follow, follow the whole Angles and Marx philosophy. So don't get fooled with that. All right, with that, it was an interesting evening of topics. We talked about Russia and Ukraine briefly, birthdays, and Bitcoin, which we can go deeper than that, but I'm not going to for the sake of time. But yeah, you really need to stay away from that stuff. I don't understand why people get involved with that. You know the government can completely shut down everything in their life electronically, yet we just keep all going, yeah, no, 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 I'm going to make a lot of money at this. Now, some people get smart, and they'll, they'll jump out of these uh, uh, out of these uh, Bitcoins and Dogecoins and whatever other names they got. Baloney Coins, um, I Just Scammed You Coins. You know, uh, okay, I made those last two up, but not really. Um, and they'll get out, and they'll be smart, but the majority of people will hang on until there's nothing because the majority of people are selfish, and they're just like the guy at the uh, craps table or at the casino and goes, you know what? I've been doing well. I'm going to let it all ride right here, man. And they lose everything. So, majority of people will lose everything. And and just like the 401ks and stuff like that, oh my goodness, you're going to lose all your money. You're going to lose it all. If your faith is in the government-controlled 401ks and the bitcoins and all that kind of stuff, if that's where you put your favor, uh, I mean, uh, put your uh, faith in, oh boy, are you in a sorry state. You're you're going down. So get out of all that. There's only one way. Turn to the Bible. It's the only way. It's the only way. Yes, I'm using religion, by the way, as a crutch. People go, well, you just use that as a crutch. Well, it's one awesome crutch because it's done me a lot of good so far. Um, I can't do much complaining. When I look at you staying to the Bible and using the Bible and religion as a crutch, as one would say, I'm doing a heck of a lot better than I was without it. All right, well, with that, I want to say thanks for tuning in as always. God bless. May the Lord be with you, and have a fantastic evening. Good night.